find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, I'm Anthony William, the medical medium. You're listening to the medical medium radio show where each week we bring the most advanced healing information on chronic illness um, to the masses. That's the whole point. That's our job is to make sure you get the information you need to heal, heal, heal your loved ones, help you yourself people you care about, your friends, and everything else. Because what happens is that when we don't have the right information and we're dealing with misinformation and disinformation all the time, the stuff that's circulating everywhere in the books and the internet and everything else, we lose 10 years of our life. We lose 10 years of time. We could have gotten better or could have gotten so much better to a point where a higher quality of life, a better quality of life. I've seen people have anxiety of the most crippling, crippling anxiety or depression. And and if they... And they, they went through it through life, and then they got it better, and they got it better doing some things that we have in the Medical Medium series books and everything else, and they were just like, oh, my God, I, if I only knew this years ago, what would I have done? I mean, if I only knew about the celery juice, how it reduced my anxiety and just took it down from level 8 to level 10 down to level 1 to level 0, I mean, it's things like that. The whole point is advanced information to make sure that you can move forward healing and, and, and actually, you know, beat decades of time that research and science doesn't know about things out there. It's crazy. Look at what celery juice, this is one example of the medical medium series. Look at what celery juice is doing for millions globally now that we've, we've got it out there, that we actually, that spirit put the information out there. Look what it's doing. It's unbelievable. Okay. And there's no research in science at all that has, that's attached to it whatsoever. In fact, you'll even see articles now that are just totally conventional articles and whatnot in, in media. Like, what is this? Celery juice cleanse? I mean, the celery juice trend? Uh, is it good? Is it bad? What is it? They didn't even have a clue. No one even has a clue. It's unbelievable. And so if, if research and science is what you're relying on in chronic illness on any level, it's, it's not a really good thing. It's not a really good thing with mystery chronic illness. It's not because it's a whole, that's the whole point. And that's an advanced, that's an advanced piece of information that's literally changing the lives of so many. And I'm talking about celery juice for a reason, because today's topic is bloating. We're talking about bloating. Very important. Like, why do we bloat? Who's bloating? Are you bloating? Are you getting bloated? The whole bit. Would you like to not be bloated? You know, people walk around bloated. They get so used to it. They've just been bloated for years. Whatever. We're going to work on it. This is going to, it's going to be all about bloating on this talk. Uh, It's very important. So the bottom line is, you know, the information you're going to receive today is it's not, it's not, you know, tampered with, it's not contaminated, it's pure, clean information that's not out there yet. It's like that in every medical medium radio show. It's out there in all the free information we put out all the time. It's out there in the articles we put out at medicalmedium.com. It's out there in Facebook we put out there all the information on Instagram, you name it. It's all out there. If you're new to the show, make sure you get the free information. You don't have to go to my website and be like, oh, I have to pay $35 a month. Oh, wait a minute. I have to buy this $5,000 cleanse. Oh, wait a minute. What do I have to buy all these supplements and then buy the book along with it and buy $1,000 worth of supplements? No, what do we, it's not about that. It's not, we're not selling anything besides we're giving information. So you heal and get better. If you can't afford the Liver Rescue book, because that's what this is all about, and bloating has everything to do with Liver Rescue, and the Liver Rescue book, if you can't afford a book, whatever it is, $15 or whatever it is, go to go to the library and get it there. I always say that because I don't care. 
please go to the library. Everybody go. Doesn't matter to me as long as you're healing. And that's the whole point. So let's go into bloating. Let's talk about this. It's an important thing because research and science still knows nothing about bloating. Nothing. It's what you're going to find out there. It's like not just the Wild West, but it's really just like the information out there is what I'm saying is it's try this, try that, eat this way. Everybody's got a newfangled diet, a trendy diet. They got this, this, take out processed foods, take out gluten. And yeah, that does help. You take out gluten and sometimes people lose their bloating. Absolutely. You take out dairy products, sometimes they lose their bloating. But it's not as simple as that for so many people. And why were they bloating if they were bloating to gluten? Why? Why were they bloating if they were blo- And if you're sitting out there saying, well, what about lectins? He's not talking about lectins. He doesn't have advanced information. First of all, that's not advanced information, lectins. Second of all, the lectin theory is completely all wrong. Completely all wrong. That's the other thing. In fact, I talk about that in Liver Rescue. The whole lectin thing is completely wrong. There's lectins in every fruit and every vegetable. So do you know what? Don't eat any fruits and vegetables. Don't. See where it gets you. See where it gets you. Don't eat any fruits. Don't eat any vegetables. Don't eat, <laughs> don't eat any of that. And just because you want to avoid a lectin, see where that gets you. I can't even tell you how many holes are in the lectin thing. You don't even know. You don't even got to read Liver Rescue to even know. And But, you know, the whole thing. There's a lot of proteins. There's a lot of proteins that are more destructive than lectins. They're way more destructive. And they're not in fruits and vegetables. The lectins are actually harmless. It's other proteins that the science and research don't even have mapped out. There's so many proteins in, in grain, in certain grain. And I'm not even talking about the whole gluten thing. There's just so many proteins. And, and those are disturbing because what they do is they feed, like gluten does, they feed pathogens, which, guess what? Guess what? Nobody knows in the any of the medical communities, and I'm telling you that now, so you can be, this is all about arming you and making sure you become the expert. If I come off as like a pain in the butt and I come off where, you know, sarcastic or whatever it is, I come off a little brash, whatever it is, it's only because I want you to become an expert. Because if I'm not a good teacher, and I don't, I don't maybe I suck as a teacher. Maybe I totally suck as a teacher. I'm doing the best I can. But I'm trying to be a good teacher so that you get the information. You become the expert that you need to be. And, and that's just the bottom line. And so what happens is with like gluten, it feeds pathogens. It feeds viruses. It feeds viruses like Epstein-Barr. It feeds viruses like all the different viruses, HHV6. It feeds all that stuff, strep, the bacteria and everything. <clears throat> it feeds all those things. And then... And then that's, that's one of the reasons why people bloat. If you got strep, if you got a little acne and everything and you're eating gluten or you're eating something, you're not supposed to be eating dairy or eggs or anything. Dairy, eggs, whatever. Like I said, milk, cheese, butter, yogurt, kefir, whatever it is, you know, <laughs> lamb's milk. I don't know what people drink anymore. Sheep's milk, the whole bit. It, whatever it is, goat's milk. <laughs> and if you're, if you're actually, you know, if you're actually eating any of that and, and you're bloating up, yeah, of course. That's because you're, you're, you're feeding a pathogen. You're feeding strep in the gut. You're feeding strep inside the gut. That's the whole point. So the bottom line is it's about getting you better. It's about making sure that you're in the right situation with all of this and having the right information. And, and that's a piece of it all on its own because you know what? Research and science and everything else doesn't even know about what's happening with, with gluten alone, feeding bugs and what kind of bugs and everything about it. So it isn't just like the gluten thing. It isn't just like that. 
And it's more, it's much more than that. We're going to go into depth about it all because someone can eat all the bread and gluten they want. Yeah, if they don't have all kinds of viruses or they don't have a good strep in their intestinal tract that's sitting there feeding on it all the time, you know, giving more bloating or other situations like that or any kind of symptom, constipation, any kind of cramping, pain, whatever it is. If, if, if it's not just that, basically what I'm trying to say is there's people that can eat anything they want. They're not getting bloating but they eventually will, and they eventually do. No one escapes bloating. No one does, unless they actually repair what has gone wrong for so many years. It has everything to do with the liver. You know, children bloat. They bloat from the very beginning because of the liver, and then because of osteopathogens like strep and everything else. And children have these pathogens. Absolutely. And they bloat and, and they get weak hydrochloric acid, very weak digestion, very weak digestion. And it can happen when you're younger. And, and there could be people that are not bloating. They don't bloat. They don't bloat. And they just go through life. But they'll bloat eventually. Everybody will. No matter who it is, everybody will. Because you're going to be doing something wrong with their diet. And whatever their constitution is, meaning in a sense where they, they don't have a lot of bugs, their liver was strong to begin with, and their liver didn't actually break down over the, t- over the years fast enough. Or like some people, it breaks down because of stress, high adrenaline, adrenaline flooding into the liver, and then it breaks down over time. And some people, less stress, less adrenaline, you know, all kinds of different things like that. Uh, different resources, different lifestyles, whatever it is. And whatever it is, the bloating is going to come. It's going to come. It's going <laughs> to. It just is. I've been in this long enough, over 30 years, just, just practicing alone, helping people just one-on-one over the years, never mind doing the books. And then years later doing the books and all the information we put out and everything like that that I put out, that Spirit and I put out. When I say we, it's you know, Spirit and I putting it out. The thing is, is that the bottom line the bottom line is for you to understand one thing that's so important. And everybody will bloat whether anybody likes it or not, unless you know what's going on, unless you know why, unless you repair the hands of time, unless you repair and go back and repair the hands of time. And by doing that is, guess what? Making good to the liver, making good with the liver, and making sure that the diet is right long enough with the right things and tools in there, making sure you're healing the right things long enough. Even if you're doing some cockamamie trendy thing out there, whatever, and it helped your bloating, and you stopped this, and you stopped eating that for a little while, and your bloating started getting better, whatever it is, the bloating will come back. It just does. It does. It does unless you do what you, you need to do, unless you know what's going really going on with the liver. The bloating comes back. If you think everybody's immune to bloating except for you, if you think people are walking around immune to bloating except for you, you're wrong. <laughs> drastically, drastically wrong. No one is immune to bloating. No one gets a free get-out-of-bloating card jail card free, (laughs) whatever. No one does. I'm being straight up. I'm telling you right now. I'm being straight up. So the bottom line is, let's, let's go into this a little bit. Let's talk about it. When the liver weakens, okay, when the liver weakens and becomes sluggish, a sluggish liver, that's right, in any way, such as when pathogens like EBV and poisons like toxic heavy metals come to visit, or when fatty liver develops, It produces lower quality bile, so it's all about the bile. 
you know? And hey, look, you know, in real estate, it's all about the location. It's all about the location, all about the location, whatever. That's what you hear. It's all about that. And, um, and with the liver and with bloating, it's all about bile. That's what it's about. So just, just remember that. It's a really important thing to know because we're going into this right now. We're going to go deep into this. But it's all about that. So listen, the bottom line is this is not a proud situation for your liver when it weakens. It's not. Because the liver, the liver lobules, these little, little, little cell structures inside the liver, they're all about quality control. They're all about quality of bile. They're all about quality and quantity. That's what they're all about. So if the liver is releasing bile that's less than, that's less than, it truly is a sign that it's overburdened. And how would you know? How would you know? And it doesn't matter what kind of fancy diet someone's giving you out there, whatever, and blah, blah, this, that diet, whatever, you know, diet for your blood, diet for this, diet for that, whatever's going on out there. <laughs> is it really about your bile? Does anybody even know what's going on and what's happening in there? Yeah. And so the bottom line is, so if the liver's releasing bile that's less than, it's truly a sign, sign that it's over burdened that it's overburdened so even when compromised even when the liver's compromised it's using every single reserve every single source of energy it has to produce the strongest bile it possibly can and i'll tell you why because everybody's on a high fat diet i'm sorry but everybody's on a high fat diet you don't, you don't know you're on a high-fat diet? Call it high-protein then. Are you on a high-protein diet? Hey, are you on a high-protein diet? <laughs> Turning my head different ways. Are you on a high-protein diet? <laughs> yeah, because if you're on a high-protein diet, that's a high-fat diet. That's a high-fat diet. That's what that is. Sorry. Sorry about this news. Sorry. Believe me. I don't, I don't like delivering. I, you know what? I, when you deliver the truth about all this stuff and how things work every time we do a radio show and you do it in the books and everything else and you put the truth out there, you know, it's, it's scary because you know, no one wants to know the truth. I mean, who wants to know the truth? I mean, unless I'm wrong. I'm, I, I'm, I might be just wrong because you guys want to know the truth. So may, you know what? I'm wrong. <laughs> totally wrong. Because I know you, you, want, you want the truth. You know, I don't know where I get that, where, hey, nobody wants to know the truth out there. I mean, you know, you know people don't like seeing the truth. They don't know the truth. I mean, because you guys are here, you want the truth on this. So, you know, you see, so I got a lot to learn. I still have a lot to learn. Still, the liver has 2,000, over 2,000 undiscovered chemical functions to perform. And some of them, okay, go into the immune support, and they're more important than bile. They're more important than bile. So the bile will weaken, and bile is important, but it'll weaken because your immune system's more important, especially if you're dealing with pathogens like everybody else. And I'm going to say it right now. I don't care who you are, where you come from, what part of the planet you're on. I don't care if you're an alien from another planet and you landed on a spacecraft the other day. 
You got a pathogen inside the liver. Everybody has pathogens inside the liver. You can't not have pathogens inside your liver. It would be bizarre. It would be clearly bizarre if you, if you actually didn't have pathogens in the liver. Because even if you had strep one time in your life or didn't even know you have it and it's causing a little bit of acne, it's inside the liver. That's just one of just dozens of, of, of possibilities. So lower levels of less powerful bile mean the breaking down of food becomes a problem. But what kind of food? What's the problem? Fats. Oop, avocado. Oh, bile's weak. It's not going to disperse it. Good and break it down. Nope, oh, chicken. Oh, bile is weak. It's not going to break it down. Good enough there. You know, nope, nope, nope. Grass-fed beef. Nope. Lots of fat in that. Yeah, there is. I don't care what anybody says. It's right in the lean cuts of meat. Plenty of fat. What do you think that juice is? If you throw it on the grill. Yeah. You know, there you go. You got... There you go. Why does it feel greasy? And it's all greasy feeling, right? Some cheese, big hunk of cheese. God, the bile has to break that down. Big hunk of cheese. Eggs, bile has to break that down. Absolutely. Eggs, nuts, lots of almond butter. Bile has to break it down. Chocolate bar, cook, you know, cacao, chocolate bar. That with almonds in it too. It's got to break it down. Milk chocolate, got to break it down. Right? Piece of pie, he's got to break down. A donut, well, that's unhealthier stuff. I mean, whatever. Got to break it down. There you go. Cream cheese on a bagel. Got to break it down to cream cheese. The bile, there it goes again. One more time, the bile's cranking up. What did you have for breakfast? Do two eggs for breakfast. Or or a smoothie with almond butter, coconut oil in there. Oh, bile's got to break it down. It's got to disperse. It's got to disperse and go nuts. The liver's got to pound its get the get the crap pounded pounded out of it every single day. Okay, you got the breakfast, and then what? What's for lunch? Oh wait, snack in between. Handful of almonds. What's for lunch? You know exactly. Chicken salad. Bile's got to crank up again. Once again, what's for the afternoon? Big nutty granola bar. Bile has to crank up again. There it is. And these are healthier options. All this dinner time. Grass fed beef, piece of fish, whatever it is. Oh, guacamole, if you're vegan, bile has to break it down. That's right. That's right. And that could be kind of okay if your liver isn't burdened already. If you don't have two varieties of Epstein-Barr sitting in there that cause Hashimoto's when you're 50 years old, <clears throat> or you don't have, you know, something else going on there that's not causing something, or two varieties of strep because you had strep throat years ago and you get UTIs periodically in your life and you got all the strep inside the liver. Cytomegalovirus, HHV6s, which are all in there. It's roseolas when people, you know, when kids get roseolas. Little babies, oh, they get roseolas and they get jaundice because they got, they got the HHV6 in their liver sitting there the whole lifetime. That's how it works. And in the liver gets sluggish and sluggish. You can kill viruses too. Why do you think I put out Thyroid Healing, the book Thyroid Healing? If you don't have a copy of that, get a copy of Thyroid Healing. You get, if, if yeah, get a copy. Can't afford it, go to the library, whatever. But the bottom line is, is that all this stuff's inside the liver. Then you got mercury, lead, arsenic, cadmium, copper, nickel, steel, chrome, alloys. You got all this metal, titanium, everything sitting inside the liver. Titanium, yeah. Where, where'd you get titanium? Where'd you get that? I mean, is it dental implants or is it pharmaceuticals over the years? Because they're loaded with titanium. 
pharmaceuticals, antibiotics have petroleum. They're petroleum-based. They got metals in it too. Petroleum is not necessarily metal, but what I'm saying is they also have metals in it too. They got all that. I mean, pharmaceuticals aren't screened for all this stuff. They even add it in there. <laughs> it goes into the liver, fills up in the liver. Detergents, air fresheners, colognes, perfumes, gasoline at the gas station you're pumping every single day, foods, preservatives, junk you've eaten 20 years ago, it's all still inside the liver. Every last bit of it. Every last bit of it is inside the liver. Smoke from a bomb fire from treated wood. Gas grill, gas stoves. And you can't run from some of this. You got to live with some of this. Absolutely. So you can't be afraid. You just have to help clean out your liver. That's why I did Liver Rescue. Liver Rescue 369 is in the book and everything for people who want to cleanse the liver. And the whole bit and learn about the liver. But it's all sitting inside the liver. All these things. And more. Much more than I'm even saying. Petrochemical solvents, plastics. I can go on and on and on. DDT, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, rodenticides, all sitting inside. Insecticides from bug killer sprayed in apartments. How many apartments have I had over the years that I, I walk in and I'm like, you know what? This is all I could afford. This is all I could live in right now. This is the only, this is the only place I, I just got to settle. I have to, I have to get this apartment. This is it right here. You know, it's $1,000 a month or whatever. I got to get into this apartment. Let me just, you know, survive here. And it's filled with insecticides. And I got to live in it because it's been sprayed a hundred times for a hundred people, for cockroaches and every other, every other thing going all the way back. How many, how many apartments have I lived in like that over the years going back? It's like, it, it, it's like seriously. And the pesticide, just breathing it in and inhaling it. Yeah, we all have that. We all have, and you can't run from that. So there's a lot of things you can't run from. Walking in the park, getting sprayed with Roundup Ready all the time, or walking in the park with dew on the grass and all that Roundup Ready for the night before from the landscapers all spraying all the parks down all the time and just walking along. And what about, the, what about all this crap from our parents that's still that's funneled back down from whatever they did in their life, like smoking and drinking or whatever it is, and just all kinds of stuff, bad food and exposure and then from their parents it's all sitting inside the livers getting passed down to our livers and it builds up and all the mercury that's inside the liver and everything else and then you, you and then you talk about the different pathogens that are being passed around everywhere you can easily pick up you pick it up for bathrooms these days i mean you could pick it up if you're not careful you got to handy wipe everything you handy wipe your hands you got to handy wipe things you go to the grocery store and you're touching the carriage you got to handy wipe your hands you got to you know i handy wipe the carriage handle but then again i can't go shopping anymore when i it's just it's too hard for me as it is cuz readings come through 24/7 and now i can't even walk into a store i can't because then i have to i have to answer questions and i, I can't do that i'll never get anything done the last store i went into I, I it took me an hour and a half to hour and 45 minutes to get out and i never bought my mangoes i never bought my mangoes because I, because people came up and said, oh, you're, you know, you're A.W., you're Anthony, Anthony William, the medical medium. I, I got this health problem. I got this. Can you get, I got this wrong. I got this. My sister's here. Here's got this, 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 this. And I said, I can't, and, and, and I can't turn anybody down because I feel bad. I feel bad for what they're going through. I feel bad. So I'll sit there for two hours. I'll sit there for three hours. One time I went to a store. I, I went to the store. I got there 8 o'clock in the morning, eight, like 8.30 in the morning. I left at 1.30, 1.30 time. So I can't do it anymore because I, I, I'm writing the books right now. I'm doing everything else. So I can't do that anymore. But the point is I take out the handy wipes and I wipe the, I wipe the carriage or something. 
Another thing, too, if I do too many readings like that, I go blind anyway. You guys know my story. And then I can't pick out what I need to pick out. I try to go to the store. When, if I ever go to a store, I try to go early. The less people, the less readings I get instantly from spirit, the less chances I go snow blind. And so I can pick out my mangoes and my tomatoes and get my frozen wild blueberries and get all the things that I need and get my lettuces and get my kale and get everything else I need. And I could get it in time before I start losing my eyesight from all the people coming in and then readings. And then if somebody asks me for reading, forget it. Then I leave there practically blind. I have to sit in the car and wait it out. <laughs> the bottom line is... <laughs> The liver gets filled up. Sorry about that, you guys. The liver gets filled with so many poisons and so many toxins. And the bile breaks down and weakens. And then there's one other thing I have to tell you, the adrenaline factor. We're going to get into the rest of it. Don't worry. The adrenaline factor. Adrenaline pumping into the liver, pumping into the liver and pumping into the liver from fight or flight. Yes, fight or flight. That's right. That's right. And that's happening in our, in our lives all the time. And especially with like relationships and heartaches and, and all kinds of things that happen, emotional attacks, mental abuse, you know, continual arguments with a spouse or partner, dissatisfaction at work, high pressure deadlines. Um, you can keep on going on and on and on and on. All that. Breakups, heartbreak, whatever. Just keep on going on and on and on. Backstabbing, betrayal, trust issues, trust breakage. All the adrenaline that floods because of that. And then also things that we do, you know, addictions and stuff, all the different addictions. I'm not talking about drug addictions. There's so many different addictions. It's ridiculous where the adrenaline runs. Chocolate, eat chocolate. Adrenaline is pumping, killing your liver, eating chocolate. You can have a little bit if you're into it. But people eat it every day. They're eating it every day and they think the healthy chocolate, the healthier the chocolate, healthy chocolate, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, oh my God, adrenaline, adrenaline every day. Coffee, chocolate, coffee, chocolate. Right to the liver, adrenaline pumping into the liver, weakening your bile more and more, weakening it, weakening it, weakening it. You know what happens when you weaken that bile and you keep on weakening it and the years go by and maybe you didn't bloat, maybe you do bloat but yet, but maybe you didn't, but you're gonna, you're gonna bloat and you're gonna eventually bloat no matter what it's coming, no matter how old you're gonna be, it's coming, it's on your way, you're gonna get bloated. Absolutely. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, the bringer of bad news, but I'm just telling you this so you can do something about it and turn it around. I'm not going to pitter, pitter patter around the truth. And cookie cut crap, I can't do that. I've never been known to cookie, you know, to cookie cut anything. I've never been known to cookie cut anything. Never been known to do that. I can't. I can't. You know, life is precious and we, we have no time to waste. So, <laughs> the deal is, is the liver, yeah, the bile breaks down. And then guess what happens? Guess what happens next? Your hydrochloric acid has to overproduce. <clears throat> it has to overproduce, overproduce the seven blend that science and research doesn't even know about that I wrote about in book one, Medical Medium, that I talk about in this liver rescue book. I talk about it in detail, the seven blend, gastric acid, okay? The gastric acid, the, the glands in the stomach to produce all the gastric, gastric acid. And, and then that weakens and breaks down. And hydrochloric acid breaks down. And you got low HCL. It started with your liver. All low HCL starts with your liver. All acid reflux, gastric problems, gastric distress, everything starts with your liver. Everything in the digestive tract starts in your, with your liver. 
Your liver? Someone said to me, so you wrote a book about the liver? Like, who, who cares about that? <laughs> I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe what I heard. I couldn't believe what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, so <laughs> bottom line is hydrochloric acid can weaken and the liver calls out for help and its bile production flags and wanes and waxes. Excess adrenaline from life lowers the hydrochloric acid on top of it. The emotional everything. Adrenaline is like a monkey wrench thrown into a delicate, intricate, swish, grandfathered wa- clock. I was going to say watch clock, swish, grand- grandfather clock. It's like a neighbor dumping a bottle of beer into your pot of soup simmering on the stove that, made, that you made using your grandmother's perfect recipe. Check this out. Isn't this funny? You're making your grandma's like perfect recipe or you found this recipe that you really, really like or you've made it before and you really like it and you got this <laughs> you got this pot of soup simmering and it's really a good soup. It's a healing soup on top of it. And your neighbor believes that everything that you, you know, that you cook, you know, that you cook should should have beer in it. Should have beer in it. Beer on the grill, on the chicken, in the sauce, in the barbecued sauce, marinating in beer, whatever, doing things that beer, you know, that whole beer thing. And the neighbor just dumps a can of beer in your soup in the kitchen, just, but, but you know, honestly not thinking they're doing anything harmful. And they know you even like beer, maybe. But you, you don't want it in your soup. Yeah. Beer, by the way, lowers the hydrochloric acid and doesn't help the liver, but you probably figured that one out already. That's not, science and research knows that one. So you probably know about, you've heard a little bit about that out there. So when you lower your bile production, bile salts lower. Hydrochloric acid lowers. This is no joke. And mineral salts in the seven blends of your stomach acid go down the drain. All of it falls apart and you start to bloat. The small intestine isn't able to absorb the nutrients it's meant to and proteins start to rot and fats start to go rancid. Proteins start to rot and fats go rancid. You want to heal a digestive problem? It's not more protein, more protein, more protein like all the experts say. No. It's lowering protein, lowering protein, for God's sake, lowering protein. It's not increased fats, increased fats, increased fats when everything's going wrong. When your small intestinal tract, when your small intestinal tract is struggling, everything is struggling, your, your, your hydrochloric acid is, is rock bottom, your bile's weakening. You don't raise fats, raise overt fats, raise overt fats. You don't raise proteins, proteins, proteins. You lower them if there's any digestive problems whatsoever. You have to lower them. And if it ain't fixed yet, that's because you got years of stuff going on and everybody's got a different story. So it may take a little longer for that celery juice to work and heal you and fix you. And you have to have patience because if you can be a fly on the wall in some people's lives, 
and see the amount of stress or what's going on in relationships or whatever that's stressing them out, causing adrenals to run all the time, causing their symptoms to last longer, you wouldn't believe it. You're not going to see it on Instagram because Instagram is fantasy land for a lot of people. Not for everybody, of course, you know. That's fantasy land. I mean, people don't even, people are on Instagram, some people, they don't even really tell you what they're really eating. They tell you, and they make it look like, I'm I'm eating this, I'm eating this, I'm eating this, and a lot of people are, but there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm eating this, and then they're eating pizza on the weekend, but they don't show that part on Instagram. They don't show that part on social media. I mean, you know, of course, they're right. They don't have to. I mean, of course. But, you know, it's, it's, it's if you're staying diligent and you're doing it long enough and you're doing the right things and you saturate yourself in the medical medium information in the series, the timeless information, you can get rid of your digestive tract problems. Thousands have. You can. It can be done. But a lot of people, they're up against a lot of things, a lot more stress. Some people are up against so much stress and heartache that their adrenaline is running all the time. Their livers have been saturated with it. Some people are more viral. They got more bacteria issues inside the liver, more viruses inside the liver. Some people have done more pharmaceuticals than others, like tons of pharmaceuticals, antidepressants, you name it, antibiotics periodically over the years. And they've done, like, they've done the medications, and that's all a problem too. And some people have done all these different things and they've, they've got, everybody's different. They got things, different things going on. And some people had a sluggish liver all the way from babyhood and they have baby liver. I call it baby liver. It's inside liver rescue. And you learn all about, you know, children's liver conditions, children, baby liver. And the thing is, you have all this going on. Some people are loaded with heavy metals inside the liver. It's actually unbelievable. And they get all kinds of medications that have heavy metals in them and, and doctor treatments and stuff like that. The conventional doctor's office, you name it. And a lot of people had braces where they have the metal braces, not the, like the Invisalign or something, not the, not the whatever. They have the metal braces and all the metal just oxidized, you know, for two years of having braces on. And it started when you're a child or a teenager or whatever, and it saturated the liver. And then bloating comes later on. The metals are in there. The steel and everything else, the stainless steel are all feeding. They're all feeding pathogens and stuff. I mean, hey, no big deal. You can clean it all up. You can work on these things. But everybody has a different story. Everybody has a different thing going on. One glass of celery juice might fix one person one day, absolutely. One glass of celery juice is not going to fix another person yet, and they have to do a lot more besides that. They have to get all the things down. They have to saturate themselves in, in the information to learn how to bring back their hydrochloric acid and learn how to bring back their bile and learn how to heal and learn how to move forward and learn how to do it. It's that important. It's that important. All of it matters. Small intestine isn't able to absorb the nutrients it's meant to anymore. Rancid fats line the intestinal tract in the colon. Rancid fats line the gut. They line the gut and they harbor pathogens, but we're told to keep on eating protein and we're told to keep on eating fat. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. You don't think you're on a high-fat diet? You don't? You don't think you're on a half-fat diet, huh? You're wrong. You're wrong. You're on a high-fat diet. You are. You eat chicken once every single day, you're on a high-fat diet, and a handful of nuts, and you're on a high-fat diet. Yeah, you can have some chicken, but if you got problems and you're struggling or anything else and there's something going on with bloating or whatever, it's chicken every other day. You got to take a little break, lower the fats, handful of almonds every other day, and avocado every other day, and bring in more leafy greens, lots of celery juice, bring in some potatoes, bring in sweet potatoes, winter squash, bring in all kinds of different things. If you want to go raw, 100% raw, do the 28-day cleanse. You know, do the liver cleanse to bring your liver back and liver rescue, but you got to work on it. It's, you can do it. You can heal. You can heal bloating. 
And sometimes that bloating sticks around for a lot of people for quite a while because the deeper you detox, the more junk comes out. The deeper you detox, when you start shaking and rattling that liver and all that gunk and crap comes out, oh my God, and it comes out and it's surfacing and floating around and it gets, it's in the bloodstream and it's floating around everywhere. That alone can get you to bloat a little bit. You better believe it. Bloating, healing bloating doesn't necessarily mean the bloating goes away the day you heal it. You can heal the bloating issue, but because you're dumping so much out of the liver on a daily basis, you're going to bloat for a while, even after your bloating's been healed. Everybody's different with the situation. Everybody's liver is different. So you got to approach it where, okay, let's start here. 16 ounces of celery juice. Let's start right there. Hey, if you can handle celery juice and you like celery juice, do 32 ounces a day. Watch how that really takes it to the next level in an amazing way. Make sure you have a fat-free morning no matter what. Every morning is fat-free. 100% fat-free, 100% what's called protein-free. you got to be careful about that because protein means fat in most cases, in almost all cases. And if you're going to put a bunch of plant protein, like a bunch of pea protein in your shake, you just made yourself a bloating shake. My God, dried peas ground up, is that's a massive bloater. If you don't feel bloated after your shake, you'll feel bloated a week later. You won't know what it is. It's the dried peas you're putting in the shake. Whey protein is really bad. Whey protein powder, that's the bloater of all bloaters. How many people have that? Collagen in shakes, that's a bloater. Oh, my God. The bloaters that are in people's shakes, too. All that almond butter, all the, oh, my God. People put tablespoons of almond butter in their shake, and they're like, well, got to keep the insulin balanced, got to keep the blood sugar balanced. Meanwhile, you just you just totally destroyed your blood sugar because you're making insulin resistance by making putting all that fat inside your shake. Now, if this is a foreign land for anybody that's listening, then you should learn. Learn about the truth and learn about the information. If you're afraid of it and you don't like what I'm saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I do care. I really do care. It matters to me what happens to you. It does. If I seem insensitive, I'm not insensitive to you one bit. I'm insensitive to the industry. I'm insensitive to the trendsetters, the trendsetters that, that put out bogus information. I'm, I'm insensitive to a lot of situations out there that get people in trouble, so they waste another five years, another eight years you know what I suggest with people with bloating is to go plant-based for a little while in their life. If they're afraid to, they should, but they should try it. They should try it. If they're big into animal protein, go plant-based for a little while. Absolutely. Totally do that. If you're afraid to, keep some animal protein in. Do it at the end of the day. Do your animal protein at the end of the day and do it only once a day if you can. Start with that then. Start with that. And during the day, You got to bring in mineral salts and leafy greens, mineral salts and leafy greens, cucumber juice, celery juice, celery juice by itself, of course, you guys know that, 16 ounces on an empty stomach if you can, salads, spinach salads, leafy green salads, lettuce mix, butter leaf lettuce, red leaf lettuce, green leaf lettuce, romaine, bringing in the mineral salts, spinach, bring in the mineral salts, yeah, you might be bloated, Yeah, you might be bloated for a while, absolutely, but you know what you're doing? You're building, you're not trying to get a curative power, you're not trying to get a curative antidote to cure your bloating in that one minute because that's ridiculous. What you're doing is you're going, you're doing this so the bloating goes away for good because your your liver can't restore its bile reserves 
and bioproduction overnight and the people that are even eating really good, really clean, even low fat potatoes at night and some shakes and, you know, like some fruit, fruit in the morning and a salad for lunch or whatever they're doing. And they're still bloating. That's because the liver has that much more healing to do. There's that much more toxic nature in that side of that liver. There's that much more viruses, bacteria inside that liver. There's that much more trouble inside that liver that has to come out. And toxins and all kinds of stuff. And metals. That's why I like the heavy metal detox smoothie. A medical medium heavy metal detox smoothie. It's a lifesaver. Because metals have to come out of the liver. Pathogens have to come out. All of that. And then, it gets, and then it gets pushed out and it takes time. It takes time for the bile reserves to rebuild. Some people's bile is weak from the beginning in childhood. It can't be fixed with a glass of celery juice. But you got to stay on it and work with it and get it better. You'll notice the bloating getting better over time. And it gets better and better and better and stronger. And then the liver wants to repair other things. Sometimes it doesn't fix the bile problem yet because you're actually helping it to stop greater and bigger problems that were occurring that you didn't even know that could lead to disease down the road. When you're 60, 70, 50, 40, whatever it is, and your liver's working on things by taking the nutrients and taking the foods and taking the advantage of having you do low protein and low fats by taking the advantage of doing that and then reestablishing itself, healing itself, rebuilding areas of it that it produces hormones, areas that it produces enzymes, areas that it produces miracle chemical functions that keep you alive, to protect your heart, to protect your brain. All these things it does that's also weakening, that bile's the last thing it's got to worry about sometimes. So let it be rancid fats going down your gut lining. Let it be rancid proteins going down your gut lining because the liver is more important fish to fry sometimes. So it's got to protect you if you're really that bad with your liver over the years. And you don't need liver enzyme tests at the doctor's office to tell you you got a problem, believe me, because those things, that's not even, I got a whole chapter on that in, in Liver Rescue right here. And there's, listen, I can't cover this book in these radio shows. I could only cover a little bit. So if, if you're even a fraction interested in what I have to say, no matter what, just get the books and, and really crack into them. Just crack into them a chapter at a time before bed. Just a chapter at a time before bed. You'll get nooks and crannies and gems and jewels and you get things that are really tasty and they'll help you. They'll help you. There's some tasty pieces in here. You just got to look for them. You got to look for them. They're all in there. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Let's talk about a couple of things people do. Nutritional yeast, disastrous, disastrous. There's glutamic acid in all nutritional yeast, absolutely disastrous. And that's hard on the liver. I'm just being straight up. So you'll get these people and they'll be like, you know, they'll be on social media or whatever. And they're doing all this stuff. And they're like, why isn't the medical medium protocol helping me? Uh, well, first of all, there is no real medical medium protocol per se. There's just the information that's timeless in the books for every single walk of life, depending on where they are, meaning wherever they're at, meeting them at in their health, in their health crisis on every level. There's something in, ev- in these books for everyone to heal with and heal from with and move forward with. Because not one size fits all. That's what the medical medium protocol is. Not one size fits all. And then you'll hear this person say, oh, well, you know, meanwhile, thousands of people, I mean, are, they're, they're walking now. They get their anxiety gone. They're healing. Their, guts, their gut is better. They got rid of their Lyme disease. All these amazing things. And then you get somebody, they're eating nutritional yeast and lots of nutritional yeast. And they're gobbling it down. They have to have nutritional yeast every single day with all that glutamic acid totally saturating the liver. And they're wondering why their bloating's not going away. 
And then you have, and then you have somebody who's doing the apple cider vinegar. Uh, the apple cider vinegar will make you get bloated. Vinegar is it pickles the liver. It's the worst thing ever. Yeah, I know apple cider vinegar is better than all the other vinegars. I'm not doubting that. It's actually good for your scalp too. It's good for other, it's good for your skin. To treat your skin. Terrible for your liver internally when you consume it. But that'll that'll weaken your liver, weaken your bile, weaken your hydrochloric acid, destroy your hydrochloric acid. That acidic nature of vinegar destroys hydrochloric acid. Hydrochloric acid in your stomach can only rebuild through mineral salts that are alkaline in nature, both on the back and on the front. That means even if apple cider vinegar has an alkalinizing kind of effect in some way, internally what it is, it's completely acidic in its worst way. And mineral salts are not. They're never acidic in any way, back or front of it, on, a, on, a, on, a, on an alchemy level. And you know, the bottom line is you just hurt your liver and you get, you get bloated. So what's behind bloating, like I'm saying? What's the other things? When the bloating occurs... It starts to happen. Part of bloating is the gut coping with poorly digested food. Another part is when the liver is unhappy and stagnant to the point of lower bile production, right? Yeah. It means that it's also overburdened with toxic materials, like I was saying, leaching out into the bile. So they end up back in your intestinal tract. How do you like them apples, you guys? The bile gets filled with metals and everything else from the inside of the intestinal tract. Drives right up into the gut, drops into your gut again, gets reabsorbed. Really a difficult situation. It is. There's so much there. It means that it's overburdened with toxic materials. And as they leach on out into the bile, they end up back in the intestinal tract. They're being excreted from the bottom of the liver also floating down, saturating lymphatic vessels around the colon and absorbing it into the colon. Bacteria and viruses, waste matter, old viral casings from Epstein-Barr, and sticky jelly-like sludge produced by toxins combined with pathogens. That's among the materials that can bleed into the intestinal tract. Oxidative runoff, everything, all of these things coat the lining of the small intestinal tract and colon, causing more bloating, and it hampers everything. It hampers good bacteria that we need. It feeds bad bacteria. It feeds unproductive microorganisms. Ultimately, I swear, it can get to the point where the overgrowth of strep, which causes SIBO, which is in the subtitle of the book, Liver Rescue, to develop. Strep flourishes in pockets of the intestinal tract. It just creates gas, more bloating, more intestinal problems. Almost everybody has SIBO. That's the irony. They don't need to get a diagnosis of it. Lower, lower bile and lower hydrochloric acid production, undigested food debris, all of this, fats and proteins, undigested and constantly being thrown inside the, bow, the bowels every day with their diet, ultimately feeds the pathogens. Whether you're vegan, vegetarian, or animal-based diets, someone said, hey, you're just, you're just, you're all about the vegans. You, you're all, you, what do you mean? I am? Since when? 
And you're, you're all about the, and someone said, you're all about the meat eaters, the plant-based, pe- I mean, the, the, the paleo people. You're all into that, right? You're, not, you're against veganism. I am? What do you mean? I've seen, I've seen plant-based diets save people from death. I've offered plant-based diets that have saved people from dying. It's one of the most powerful ways to heal. I don't care what anybody says. You better believe it. And I've seen paleo diets and high-protein diets keep people from eating too stupid. Keeps them from eating like crazy pizza every day. Keeps them from eating whatever. It keeps them from eating you know, gluten every day and whatnot. And, and it, it keeps them balanced in certain ways. It's seen to keep people balanced so they actually have a rhythm because they just love animal protein. So you can't take animal protein away. You never be able to take it away. So you want to support it, of course. And if they eat it in a certain way, if you guys like animal protein, there's a way of eating it and still recover. And there's also a way of eating it and still get all those other things you need. Yeah, I've seen it help. Keeps people off of processed foods. It keeps people from eating worse things. But yet, sure, all the high protein diets are still bad. You just got to lower, lower the fats and lower the proteins, and you could still have some animal products. And all the vegans, you got to lower the nuts and seeds, lower the coconut oils, lower all the almond butter, lower all the, the avocado and the other oils and, and seeds and everything. You got to lower those down too. It's not that I'm against anything or paleo or vegan. It's just, you know what I'm against? I'm against killing your liver with fats, no matter what aisle you sit on. How about that? So you got to watch out for ammonia permeability. That's something that I brought to the world, ammonia permeability. doesn't exist. Science research doesn't even know about it. It's not leaky gut. It's ammonia permeability, rotting, rotting food, leaking out ammonia gas that actually doesn't cause leaky gut, but it travels everywhere through the body. It's ghost-like. Don't confuse that with leaky gut. That's just old, old news. Old misinformation. So it's important to know all these different things. So the bottom line is bloating, cramping, discomfort, distension, all rises up from the gut into your stomach, contributing to further, further diminishment of hydrochloric acid and reserves. Stomach glands weaken everything. Bacteria like H. pylori proliferate in the environment. Strep, E. coli, ulcers can happen. Staff, all of it can prosper. Even candida, even though candida isn't a problem. There's other fungus that is a problem, though. There's bad fungus that people get. So the bottom line is undigested protein doesn't break down, right? Undigested fat doesn't break down. Dangerous funguses, viruses, everything can sit inside the gut and produce poison and sit inside the liver producing poison so you keep on bloating, and if you haven't bloated yet in your life, protect yourself now. Get your diet good. Pick up the books. Get it the information. Saturate yourself in the information. You can't afford the books. Go to the library. Get the information. Get it. Because you're going to bloat down the road. Because inevitably, you're going to eat wrong. And you have been eating wrong in some way, some, 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 some way. This isn't about food shaming. You're talking to a guy that gives you permission to eat fruit, for God's sake. Okay, what about all the elimination diets? 
Oh, take away this. You can't have cilantro. You can't have, oh, you can't have this. You can't have cinnamon. Can't have almonds. Can't have this. Can't have that. Can't have um, romaine lettuce. Nope, that's out. You can't have that. You can't have strawberries. You can't have any kind of fruit. Oh, you can have blueberry. You can't have this. You can't have that. And you've got this elimination diets that are absolutely utter insane. Oh, you can have eggs. They leave eggs in there in a lot of them. Oh, but you can have eggs, Mrs. Jones. You can have eggs. The very thing that feeds every pathogen in the world that gets people sick and gets their liver sick in the worst way. That's, that's, that's food shaming. That's, that's meaning that's food crazy. All that's food crazy. All the elimination stuff and all that stuff. You go to functional medicine doctors, drive you nuts and give you a readout of food, like a list is big. It gets you in trouble. Meanwhile, I'm like more, I mean, and I've never told anybody to be just on a fruit diet and fruit only in my life. You need the leafy greens. You could have all the fruit you want, of course, but you need the leafy greens. You need the mineral salts. You need the spinach. You need the mosh. You need the red leaf lettuce, butter leaf lettuce. You need the green leaf lettuce. You need some kale. You need all of that. You need sprouts, sprouts, sprouts. There's nothing wrong with sprouts. The most beautiful thing in the world. You do the sprouts, fenugreek sprouts, broccoli sprouts, radish sprouts. Do little sprouts on things. All of that's important. Cucumbers, tomatoes, zucchinis, all of it. Broccoli, cauliflower. You can do steamed vegetables. You can do raw asparagus. You can do cooked asparagus. You can all these different things. It's endless. It's endless. All the fruits and vegetables you want. Okay, and if you're into fats and proteins, yeah, you can do a few nuts and seeds. Okay, sure, you can do some hemp seeds and do different seeds. And if you're into animal protein, do some do some salmon. Do a little bit of free range, you know, free range something if you really want, but make sure all these other things are coming in, all these other things again. It's not food, it's not food fear, it's bringing in foods that people are afraid of these days too. How about that? Bringing in bananas, bringing in potatoes. I'm one of the biggest advocate, biggest advocate supporters of potatoes because potatoes heal. You know what they do? They actually feed your liver glucose and feed your brain glucose. They keep your brain from shrinking. Potatoes keep your liver from dying. Potatoes have amino acids in it to kill Epstein-Barr virus. Potatoes are that powerful, that antiviral, that antibacterial, and science and research doesn't have a clue. And all the different communities, including the new lectin community and everything else, has no clue. You know, I opened up a lecture years ago. I opened it up saying we've been tricked, we've been fooled. We've been tricked, we've been fooled, we've been duped. We've been taken for. That's right. The wool has been pulled over our eyes. That's right. You name it. And it happens over and over and over again. And we live our life and generations with misinformation. And lectins is a new one. And we live our life with misinformation. And all that does is feed empires you guys don't even know about. It feeds empires. It feeds empires. People making $5 million a month on, on misinformation that they're feeding the, feeding every, the masses. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And like I said, I'll remind you one thing about celery juice. Spirit and I brought celery juice to the world, straight celery juice. We didn't create celery, but we brought celery juice to the world, okay? And the only science of research to back it is spirit. And all the, it took a trend to such a degree, all the conventional world out there, including conventional doctors and including experts and everything are heralding, they're trying to hop on the train, you know, as if they started the celery juice ride. They're trying to hop on the train and it doesn't even have anything behind it besides spirit, and these are all the people that have to rely on studies and rely on this, rely on that, and look at that, huh? Isn't it interesting? Everybody wants a piece of the celery juice. 
because it is a miracle cure and it is a miracle healer and it can bring your bloating and heal it. It can bring it about and turn it around. It can do everything and it's that amazing and spirit's that amazing bringing that information to you and I love you guys. I might suck, but everything else, but spirit is amazing. I love you guys. A little sense of humor. Take care. Bye.